Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live.
many of you are hungry for God? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Good morning. Good morning. This is Morning Glory. I'm Apostle Darlene, and y'all already know I'm desperate for him. Hallelujah. I found that he's more important to me, and I esteem him more than my necessary food, as the word says. Hallelujah. I esteem and need him more than anything. He is the air I breathe. Hallelujah. As I was listening to the song, I heard the Holy Ghost tell me, to uh, start offering a course on intercession. Uh, Another intercessor and I, we had spoken about that um, not that long ago uh, because there have been many of you that, you know, you're in awe and, you know, you're like, wow, how they praying like this, and you desire to be more effective in praying. And so we are going to offer a course, and it's going to be sooner than I had thought because I have to do what the Holy Ghost is saying. And I guess there's a reason. Uh, I'm sure there's a reason. Uh, glory to God. Uh, I'm not going to venture to say what I believe that it is, but I just know that as intercessors, many of us, uh, we have a desire to pray. And um, I, I, I've had people pray, and it's just like, have you ever been, you know, coming home on the plane and, and you have to wait in line, hallelujah, to land because there's planes in front of you. And so for a while you just circle, and it's so frustrating and aggravating because you can see uh, that you're there, and you can look out the window and see that you're close to the city that you're trying to get to, but you just can't get there. And so you're just circling, and and you're just wasting fuel, you know. And and if you're like me, you're thinking, Lord, I pray they got enough uh, fuel, you know, because we don't know how long this line is going to be, you know. And my point is that that's how many uh, intercessors pray. They keep circling around uh, what's going on, like they keep praying about all this and that, but they're not hitting the target. They're not, they don't know how to listen to the voice of the Lord and hear what's needed to be prayed at that time. Some people just have a prayer that they've been praying for so long, and they think that, you know, okay, that covers everybody, that covers everything, but that might not be what God is saying at that time. And so there's a lot of uh, techniques and there's a lot of different things that as you do something that you learn, and, and some of us, we just, you know, uh, keep it to ourselves. But you all already know that's not my assignment. My assignment is to equip the people of God, and especially right now the intercessors, uh, because that's the ministry that uh, God has, has me in uh, more fully than the rest of my ministries. That's not my main or my only ministry, but right now that's where the concentration of uh, my anointing is, because that's what's needed. Absolutely nothing happens, uh, glory to God, on earth except someone pray. Hallelujah. It's even, I don't think that people understand, and you sound like you're being blasphemous when you say this because people are so religious, they don't understand what you're saying. But even there's some things that God himself won't do. Glory to God. And even some things, his hands are tied because of the word. He tells you that he esteems his word even higher than his name. And God himself is locked into his own word. 
And so if he says that it's the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man that availeth much, that's what he means. And so many of us were sitting back waiting on God to do something, and God is waiting for us to do it, especially the intercessors, because we're the ones that make things happen. We're the ones that bring down kingdoms, and the kingdom I'm talking about is the kingdom of the enemy, glory to God. We're the ones that have been equipped to do that. And if you read your word and you rightly divide it, you'll understand that. And that's why you see so many churches uh, that are powerless, because no one's praying. I've been in some big churches, and I've been in some small churches. I've had some of my best revivals and my best services in small uh, storefront churches where the people are on one accord, where they've been praying, hallelujah, and the miracles. Then I've been in some churches where it looks beautiful on the outside, and when you get inside, uh, there's a, a spirit of apathy. There's no power there, and you have to sing 90 songs. You have to pray for an hour before you can even just break up the fallow ground and get in there so that the Holy Ghost can come through there and do what he has to do. But we don't want to be like that. Anybody can pray. I have kids that can pray. No offense. My children can pray better than a whole lot of the intercessors that I have. And I'm just being serious. And it's because they've heard me pray for so long. But I'm saying that to say that it doesn't mean that uh, they have the power behind it, especially now if they're not living anything. Glory to God. But they can pray. And we have that a lot, too. There's a lot of people that can pray, glory to God, but there's no power. And so as intercessors, we want to be effective. And so, yes, we're going to offer a, a, a course, glory to God, uh, with uh, several classes. You know, I'm going to work with uh, some of the leaders and, and get it together and try to target uh, some of those main points that many of you uh, just really don't know. And sometimes you don't even know that you don't know, glory to God. That's why some people can get on and, and pray for a few minutes, and you can feel everything change. It's like uh, the wind, you know, just hits you in your face, and the Holy Ghost just, boop, jumps in and does what it has to do. And then some people can pray for an hour, and you're like, well, I'll just say hurry up and be quiet. I'm just being real uh, because they're not saying anything. They have many words. Like the Bible says, Jesus talked about they think that with their vain repetitions and their many words that something's happening. It's nothing. Uh, they're... You know, they're just making noise. And so we don't want to be like that. It would be um, uh, remiss of me to have a, a, a prayer alliance, and I'm not teaching it uh, people how to pray. We've had courses before, uh, even when I was with GIPA, where we taught in the school of ministry how to pray. But now we have some new people, and I feel the zealousness, meaning they got zeal, glory to God, and they want to pray. But the Bible talks about that as well, zeal without knowledge, and that's not effective. But while they have this zeal, while they have the energy, and while they want to pray, I must teach people how to pray so that God can um, uh, move and so that we can uh, do what we were called to do, uh, to, to change things, glory to God. You know, I'm tired of uh, looking at situations and, and crying and, and feeling this way and that way. You know, it's, it's crying time is not, you know, uh, what's going on right now. we got to wipe our eyes. We have to roll up our sleeves, and we have to use the gifts and the, the strategies and the weapons of warfare that God's given us, and we must use them effectively. It would be like me giving, you know, one of my grandbabies, you know, a, a 38. You know, they don't know how to use them, glory to God, but they have the power 
hallelujah, because it's in their little hands, but they don't know how to use it. And it's the same thing for many of us, glory to God. God's given us the power and the authority, but we're not knowing how to appropriate it um, in a way that it's effective. And so uh, very soon, glory to God, you'll be seeing um, uh, some uh, a post concerning if you want to be a part of uh, uh, that class. A school of ministry is coming, glory to God, but I have to do uh, a lot more, uh, you know, tweaking to get that correct. But I hear the Holy Ghost saying clearly today as I listen to the song, teach them to pray. Hallelujah. Teach my children to pray. And so that's what I'm going to do. And so, um, like I said, I'll be posting it. If you're interested, sign up. Hallelujah, so that we can uh, get this thing going and, and you can be blessed and you can be used the way you desire to be used. Hallelujah. Uh, my God, my God. Uh, he's our ear. Mm-hmm. Meaning that we have enough sense to know that if God doesn't let us breathe in and breathe out, we can't. Hallelujah. Uh, some people, glory to God, are living in places uh, where they have air as well, but their air is polluted and it's filthy. That's the one thing I do like, not the one thing, but one of the many things I do like about living here. Hallelujah. The air is so much clearer where I am because besides the fact that I'm up in the Appalachian Mountains, hallelujah, you don't have as much uh, uh, traffic and all that kind of thing. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Uh, the thing that I did notice is that when you get your car inspected here, uh, which really I haven't even seen any kind of inspection process, whereas at least in uh, Jersey and New York and places like that, you can't have so much um, uh, fumes and stuff coming out of your car. You know, uh, you, you, you won't get passed. you got to get all that checked. But I guess they don't even bother here because I don't know why. There's just a lot of different things. It's so funny how you can be living in the same country and different regions do different things. Glory to God. And so you got to learn, hallelujah, where you are. Same thing, hallelujah, in the spirit realm. you got to learn where you are and what's going on around you. You have to ask the Holy Ghost, uh, what uh, territorial spirits are where I am, so you know how to pray and what to do. And in every place, now I don't think every single place, I, I think I'll be wrong if I say that, but in most places the enemy has set up uh, uh, governments and territories over the area. And many of us, again, the reason why uh, things aren't changing is because we don't know uh, what those kingdoms are. And so how can we pull down a kingdom uh, and fight an enemy that we don't know who he is? Ah, I know y'all said this early in the morning for this apostle. I know, but y'all already know. Hallelujah. If God is sending a message, there's a reason. And some of y'all need to know because some of y'all been praying as much as hard as you can. You've been fasting, but there's uh, something missing. And we all know that. Glory to God. Uh, Many of us, things have happened and we're like, something's just missing, something not right. Now when you cook something and you know you forgot an ingredient, you're like, this is good, but something missing. Well, that's how it's been in our walk with the Lord as well. We keep saying, you know, things are pretty good, and and I seem to be making headway here, but there's just something that's missing. There's an element that's missing. It's like, you know, taking a shower, a glory to God, with your socks still on. Like, you know, you're clean, but, you know, something's just not right. God wants to reveal that to us, and hallelujah. And as we do what we have to do and spend time in his presence and do what he's called us to do, hallelujah, and pray without ceasing, we're going to find out 
myself recently, I told you, I went through something for 10 long years, glory to God, and certain aspects I missed. I know it probably took me longer to complete the assignment because I didn't have all the information. And I was like, Lord, how come you're just telling me this about this? And God said, I've been trying to tell you, but you've been distracted. And that's a trick of the enemy. Uh, Many of us, we're asking for answers, and we've been talking to the Lord, and we're missing things. Hallelujah. I don't understand why it's so bright out here. I can't. You got to excuse me. Usually at this time in the morning, it's dark. Oh, right, because the time went back. All right. <laughs> Apostle's like, uh-uh. It's only this time in the morning. Why is it bright? I thought maybe something was happening. Hallelujah. I know. Maybe I thought Jesus was. I made his platform in the sky around here. Uh-huh. I'm just being real. She notices everything. I ain't missing nothing. Uh-uh. Hallelujah. I missed too much in the past, just like you. But many times, you know, we've been putting out fires and things. And so, and when I say that putting out fires, I means the enemy keeps coming with all these different problems to take us off our track. Come on now. To take us off course, uh, glory to God, so that we don't do uh, the main thing, the most important thing. Hallelujah. And so we're learning now. God, no more of that. Mm-mm. We're going to put the first things first, hallelujah, and stay and be concentrated and focused on him so that we can complete, hallelujah, uh, what God's called us to do and and to have what God's called us to have. And a lot of times it's not even about us, hallelujah. It's about the people that we're connected to. Every single person that gets on morning glory, you're a leader. I already know that because that's what I'm called to. I'm not called to the the slackers and the people just like I just want to barely, I just want to make it in heaven. Uh, give me a robe. I don't even need a crown. Nah, nobody's getting up early in the morning. Hallelujah, seeking God's face to just be scarcely making it in. No, no, no. The people, hallelujah, get up. Hallelujah, give God their first fruits and, and, and spend time with them in the morning. Y'all got something to do. Hallelujah. And you're leaders. And so as leaders, hallelujah, we are responsible and we have a more responsibility. And the Bible says too much is given, much is required. And so there's more required of us than maybe the person sitting in the pew next to us that, like I said, they I just want, I don't want to go to hell, that's all. <laughs> Hallelujah. And, you know, they don't care if nobody comes with them. You know, I hope my brother and them don't go to hell, but uh, I'm going to make it in. No, uh, help us, oh, Lord. Uh, that's the church. That's this weak church, glory to God. But we're praying, hallelujah, the church would get stronger. Hallelujah, that we would be the bride, glory to God, adorned and ready, hallelujah, for the bridegroom. And that we don't just care about us making it to the wedding. Oh, glory. That we want to have some uh, other guests with us. And we're not trying to just make it in uh, by ourselves. Uh, Help us, oh, Lord. Let me see what my girl Heidi talking about. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We almost finished this book. I'm very sad about that because we're on page, what is this, 352, and I I think it's just up to 365, but I got another good book waiting for us. Yeah, we just about finished. I miss you, Heidi. Okay, I'm over it. All right. In the midst. I used to think of the Christian walk was about toughing it out, enduring suffering, living with disappointment. Is this the um, thing we already read? No. Okay. Because you know I will read the same thing twice. I'll be tired in the morning. 
<laughs> excuse me, lately I've been getting up at around 4 or before 4. And, you know, I can't go back to sleep because we got to, you know, be on soon. And so I'm just, uh, but it's good because I'm not just up twiddling my fingers. I'm up praying. Amen. I used to think most of the Christian woke was about toughing it out, enduring suffering, living with disappointment, and struggling through hardship. But I've realized something very precious, especially in the last year, as God has been teaching me and training me. James 1, 2 through 4 says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Suffering has purpose. Understanding this changes how we feel about undergoing it. Having joy because of trials in this way bears so much fruit. It actually leads us to a place where we are truly mature in Christ and lack nothing. Joy fills in the gaps. In 2 Corinthians 8 and 2, Paul writes, In the midst of a very severe trial, their overflowing joy and their extreme poverty welds up in rich generosity. Joy doesn't change circumstances, but it does change our attitude toward what we face. Joy is a fruit of the Spirit. It's a part of the Holy Spirit's character. See Galatians 5 and 22. He loves to bring the oil of joy instead of mourning and a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. That's Isaiah 63, and I'm sorry, Isaiah 61 and 3. What about you? Are you a carrier of joy or misery? How would people describe you? Would they say you lighten the atmosphere around you, or do you add to the heaviness? Being joyful is not the same as being happy. Happiness depends on outward things, but joy wells up from within. All of us can feel relief and contentment when we've come through a hard time. We can rejoice and praise God for how he brought us out of it. But the challenge is, how joyful are we in the midst of it? Uh, she teaching this morning. My God, my God. And it's true. You can tell people. Some people you just can't wait to see or talk to. Some of you guys, when you get on the line, just your little voice brightens up the atmosphere and you don't realize it. And then some people's voice, well, we can leave it alone. You know they're going through. They could be saying something or praying, and sometimes people pray and you feel worse. You're like, what happened? Because they don't understand that what's going on in them is coming through their their voice, their inner man, and, and it's it's making the people more, you know, heavier. And so, you know, hallelujah, we're learning, hallelujah, to count it all joy, glory to God. And that's not easy. That takes uh, uh, patience. That takes trusting God to count it all joy when you're going through diverse trials and temptations. Child, please. Uh, I wasn't there for, um, I, I, I think I started out like that because at first I was like, oh, yeah, well, I'm preaching, everything's working. Ugh. And then, boom, hallelujah, here comes the trials and, and here comes uh, the enemy coming against me with warfare. And so it took a while to get back up and realize you got to still have joy. You still got to trust the one that called you, the one that sent you, the one that saved you, the one that loves you. You got to trust him in regardless of what it looks like. And when you really do for real, for real, you can have joy. I hear myself laughing sometimes. I'm like, what you got to 
What you got to laugh about? Hallelujah. But it's not me. Uh, my flesh is like, that's the one who's saying it, girl, shut up. But my spirit is like, hey, this is good. We're going to be okay. Remember the last time we went through something? Uh-huh. And your flesh is like, shut up, <laughs> you know. But your spirit man is happy and excited. He has joy because he trusts. The one that calls him, the one that loves him, the one that saved him, the one whose blood, hallelujah, covers. And so that's what happens. Hallelujah. After a while, you smack this flesh down and hallelujah, you start yielding more to your spirit. The Bible says if we uh, walk in the uh, spirit that we won't fulfill the lust of the flesh. Because this flesh have you, like, crying, about to pull your hairs out. Come on now. Trying to look for something to drink or, or smoke or a uh, or, uh, pill to take. Ah, but this spirit man knows that it's going to be okay by and by. Hallelujah. You don't know the moment or the day, but you do know this one thing. That he that's begun a good work in you, that he'll complete it. And he that promised is faithful, hallelujah, and just, just to do just what he promised. Amen? Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. Our Father and our God, in the name of Jesus, we come first of all, we just want to say thank you. Thank you for Takeover Tuesday. Hallelujah. Well, we're taking over, glory to God, and taking back everything, glory to God, that you said we could have. Father, we thank you right now for who you are. We thank you for this day, a brand new day that's even bright outside because the hour went back. Hallelujah, where before we would wake up and it would be dark. But, God, we thank you because, hallelujah, the light has come. Hallelujah. And even Shatende Shababa, we're thanking you for that. We're thanking you, Father, for what our eyes haven't seen and our ears haven't heard. And we're thanking you because we trust you. You told us, Father God, that all things work together for the good of them that love you and are called according to your purpose. You told us that no matter what, in all things, give thanks, because this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. And so, Father, we're learning how to do that. You said rejoice. Hallelujah. And again, I say rejoice. And so we're going to rejoice even when it looks like, what what are you rejoicing about? We're rejoicing because we're saved. Hallelujah. We're rejoicing. Hallelujah. Because no weapon ah, that's formed against us can prosper. And any mouth that rises up in judgment against us, God, you said you would condemn them and show them to be in the wrong. Because this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord and our righteousness is of you. And so that's why we're rejoicing. We're rejoicing because you said thanks be unto God. God, who always, always causes us to triumph through Christ Jesus. We're rejoicing because you said many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord deliver us out of them all. We're rejoicing because you sent your word and you healed them, and healing is the children's bread. We're rejoicing because we know that Abba, one of your names is Jehovah Jireh, the Lord that provides. And so that's why we're rejoicing. We're rejoicing because our names are written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Hallelujah. And that when we, hallelujah, take off this hallelujah mortality and put on immortality, that we'll hallelujah live with you forever and ever. So that's why we're rejoicing. Amen. And so, Father, we're thanking you in advance. Hallelujah. That you're meeting every need on this line. Hallelujah. And that you're touching us and you're protecting us, us and everything that, hallelujah, is connected to us. Father, please don't forget Jerusalem. Lord, bless her with peace, and don't forget your children all across this world that have need of you. My God, my God, have mercy, we pray. Lord, we're asking all these things in the name of Jesus the Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach, and we're counting it done. 
Amen and amen. I see you guys tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for Takeover Tuesday. Make it a great day. I love you. God bless you.
With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.